there's also those marriages that we've looked at, the people that have been married for a longer amount of time that are older or, you know, whatever, that I'm like, ooh, we don't want to do that. That's true. We don't want to go down that road. That's I'm true. not interested in being that husband. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it, it's almost, you know, a philosophy I took while I was in the military. You can learn from anyone. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we will focus just on the good or the positive, but sometimes you can learn the do not do's from, you know, other marriages that you are looking at or watching, you know, and I think that that's just as important. Welcome back to the Naked Proverbs podcast, where we unclothe the truth about black love, family, and marriage. My name is Nick Scott, one of your hosts, and I'm here with my husband. What's going on? It's your boy, Rich. And today, we're going to talk about what you see versus what you get. Is it recording? Yes. You sure? Yes. Okay. Right at the start of every episode, we always remind our listeners that we are not trained, licensed, or professional therapists or counselors. We have been married for a very long time, and we have damn near grown kids. So we feel like we can use Naked Proverbs as our platform to share our stories, our advice, our experience, and our opinions. Yes, yes. Amen. If you haven't already... Make sure that you're following The Naked Proverbs on whatever podcasting platform you listen on. And if you like what you hear, y'all, for real, show us your love and support. Go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and hit submit. You had a little bass in your voice on that one. Yeah, because we say it every week, but I'm not seeing any evidence of folks actually enjoying our podcast. That's the only way that... I know is if they tell me and nobody's saying anything. You know why they ain't saying nothing? Because we ain't acting foolish enough. You got to be cooning and clowning if a black, if you're black and you want to have an audience. Well, first of all, I think the fact that we have been married for damn near two decades speaks volumes. So if nothing else, we should get a five star review for that. Well, yeah, I agree with you. We're not up here, been married for two days, talking, trying to give some marriage advice. Yeah, but you know, that's what people want. But that's why. Okay. But that's why they not having successful marriages too, though. Because they putting themselves out there. You know, what's interesting is I don't know if you have something for chit chat first of all. Well, first, let me say thank you to our (laughs) listeners (laughs) before you continue to just be fussing at them. uh, I'm not fussing at them. We truly appreciate y'all that do tune in and have left five stars and have left comments and. We, we appreciate you. Thank you. I, I appreciate okay, now them. You go back and I continue. Do. Where I you do at? appreciate them. What were you about to say? But I know the amount of listeners that we have every week is not reflective of the feedback that we get. Okay. That's fair. So, that's- so I take my thank you back. If you have not <laughs> left a review, if you have not given some feedback, if you have not hit the five star, the four point, I'll give you 4.5 star rating then you don't get a thank you i take my thank you back if this is your first time listening welcome to naked proverbs and thank you for tuning in we don't usually go through this in our intro <laughs> it's she on one today y'all it's brand new but what i wanted to say before was i remember the first uh, term that the obamas were in the white house and uh michelle had said in her becoming tour she was like she's glad that They were as old as they were and as married as long as they had been 
before they got to the White House because she felt like it strengthened their positioning and being able to handle the attacks and all of the things that were that were headed their way that they didn't even know were headed their way. Well, Barack said, because I just listened to him yesterday on The Breakfast Club. Can we please call him President Obama? I'm Barack. That is not your homeboy. That's my boy, Barack. <laughs> I know you're tuning in. Hey, man. Hey, so anyway, Barack was on Barry? there. And he was just saying how, and I, I think this is great segue into what we're talking about mm-hmm. because he was basically saying how um, his marriage took some hits because he was president, mm-hmm. and you know we didn't see that. Nobody ever saw Michelle and uh, Barack out there in public acting a fool or fussing or seeing that they seeming that they weren't on the same page. Mm-hmm. Uh, but according to him, there were some times they weren't on the same page. And it wasn't just about, because I know when we went and watched uh, Michelle during her what, Becoming. Becoming tour, mm-hmm. she kind of talked about how there was a lot of conversation before he went into the White House. right? And she kind of felt like she focused more on that. He actually talked about while they were in the White House mm-hmm. and how there were some moments that she was like, hmm. I don't know if this is working. And so I just think that's really good because that transparency that both of them have allowed us to to view into their marriage, Mm -hmm. it, it speaks to exactly what we're talking about today. You're listening to the Naked Proverbs podcast with Rich and Nick Scott. If you like what you're hearing, show your support by becoming a patron. All of our patrons receive exclusive benefits like behind the scenes content, access to bonus audio, and Naked Proverbs merchandise. To learn more and to become a patron, visit the Naked Proverbs Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash Naked Proverbs. What you see is not always what you get, right? Sometimes people will give you this front of everything is perfect, everything is great, everything is, you know, everything. And the truth is they're on the verge of divorce or they're on the verge of not being together or they're having some discomfort in their marriage. But that's marriage, right? Like we are two individual people. And I say I'm always very clear and transparent and naked, especially on the podcast about it. Naked on the podcast, not literal. I know I'm talking on the podcast. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay, I thought maybe. Oh, wait. Anyway. I'm just going to leave that one alone. Mm. Um, Get about, naked, I ain't going to leave it alone. About how different we are as people, how mm-hmm. how our backgrounds are completely different. And that came into play very heavily when we were first married. I mean, it still comes into play now in some of the ways that we react and respond to things. But that is what marriage is. That is what bringing two individuals together as to become one unit one team and be on one page we're not always going to agree like I have my own opinions you have your own opinions but I think the point is is we have had to learn how to respect those opinions and those differences I love that and embrace those opinions and those differences because it's not just respect right like I can I can respect it all day long and still just be 
how I how I Dismissive can be. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. But if I can mm-hmm. embrace what's different about you, like you don't have to be me. You don't have to agree with everything I agree with. You don't have to like everything that I like. You don't have to even like everything that I do. But I do my expectation of you is that you will respect it, you will embrace it, and you will hopefully understand my point of view. And I think that those are great points. Because I think it's one of those things that I can be, I don't, I don't really agree with when people say tolerate. And I think that this is exactly what you're saying. You're not saying you should tolerate your spouse or tolerate your differences, but it's like, there's a way for you to respectfully accept them, even if you don't necessarily agree with them. Right. And on that, you saying respect, that was something that Barack was talking about in the breakfast club. And he was just saying, you know, that at the end of the day, that was one of the things that he and Michelle always said was no matter if we don't agree, we are going to respect each other. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, we'd have disagreements or I'd be like, well, you know, I don't I love you and I respect you, but I don't really see it this way or I don't see it that way. And I think that's perfectly fine. But to get back on topic, this we are on topic. Are we though? Yes. We're talking we are, about respect. We are on topic. Whatever we talk about is going to be on topic. Well, you know, I have to say that I have to agree to disagree today on this one uh, respectfully. You have to respect my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> of course. But I think, you know, a big piece of understanding that you get what you get and you don't throw a fit kind of thing is understanding that no two marriages are identical. Mm-mm. No two marriages are ever going to be exactly the same. I don't care if you follow your mother and your father and you do everything they've done because your husband is not your dad or your wife is not your mom. So you're going to, and you're not your parents. So you are going to handle things differently. You're going to expect things differently than maybe they did because times are changing right there was a time when women were expected to be in the kitchen cooking and having babies and that was it they weren't allowed to vote they weren't allowed to have a voice they weren't allowed to work but times have changed so i would not expect a woman in 2020 to be cool with just being like well that's all i can do i can't i can't have an opinion i can't have a voice i can't do nothing because times are changed so maybe what worked for your grandmother's marriage is not going to necessarily work in your marriage on the flip side of that if that's what she wants to do and if that's what she and her husband decide i mean not necessarily like you can't go vote or nothing like that (laughs) or have an opinion but if they decide that her role is to be completely domestic right that like if if she decides i want to be a kept woman and I just want to be in the kitchen cooking and having babies. If that's what she decides to do and her husband is cool with that, then I think that that's fine for that marriage. Or vice versa. Mm-hmm. If the husband wants to stay at home and the wife is cool with it and she wants to go to work all day and he's going to raise the kids, mm-hmm. then, you know, hey, if that's what floats your boat, then make the boat float. It's different strokes for different folks. We say it a lot that you should have couples that you admire that you um that 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 you see as a mentor right because mm-hmm. i say it all the time we have mentors in every area of our lives except for our marriage but you should be around other happy couples and couples that you see attributes in their relationship that you would love to have in your own marriage or your own relationship but you also have to understand that there is no perfect 
couple. So as much as you might admire that couple and the things that, and how they might navigate through certain situations that you've been, a, been able to be exposed to, you have to understand that even in that, it's not perfect. And and the the idea that this couple is perfect or this marriage is perfect is completely false. There is no such thing as perfection. Right. And another thing on that, I think, is a lot of times, because we've had it with our, ourselves where people will look at us and be like, oh, my God, I wish I had what you have. Or you guys are just the greatest couple on earth. But the truth is they have no clue what it took for us to get here. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't know about the pitfalls and the obstacles and the fall downs and the trips and the bruises and the trying to get to where we are. It, it took work. It wasn't like we just woke up one day and was like, oh, I'm just so madly in love with you. And this is the perfect marriage. I'm sorry. And what? Like, that's just not reality. And I think that, unfortunately, people that are on the outside looking in, they will always see what they believe is this object of perfection when the truth is it took work to get here. For me, I feel like the idea of perfection and viewing people in a perfect capacity is actually something that you should lean on as a life skill. Like we oftentimes not just place couples and marriages on pedestals as if, you know, this is the ideal marriage or this is the ideal relationship, but we do it in so many other areas of our lives. And then when that couple or that person actually makes a mistake or they fall short, then it's almost like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that this person or that couple went through this. Married people are human and humans are going to error ultimately though great marriages take work it there is no formula to just it just happens Mm -mm. it takes work it takes dedication it takes commitment it takes both people being all in and being willing to work through the problems that may arise or work through um you know the differences that you may have so at the end of the day, I think it's just important to remember that it takes work. It's, it's like anything else in life. If you work hard at it, then you will see success. Mm-hmm. But if you just think that you get to just sit back, kick your feet up, and that's how you become a millionaire, or you get to just be half into your marriage and it's going to be successful, then unfortunately, you're not going to have success. That is a great point that you bring up that it if you are going to be half in your marriage, you can't be half in. It takes two people mm-hmm. to be married. Two people have to be putting in the work. And I agree that marriage is what well, you get out, what you put into it and putting into it is not just checking boxes. It's not just going through the motions and, you know, misunderstanding that your spouse is your life partner and, and embracing that in its totality, it's really putting in the effort, having those hard conversations, um, having mutual understandings about things and committing to change. You cannot get married in whatever year you get married this year, let's say 2020. And then in 2025, be the same person that you were in 2020. You just, I mean, there has to be some growth and evolution within the marriage and within the people and within the way that you treat each other. And I think, you know, we're, we're saying a lot of things as if you're not happy in your marriage 
or if you aren't necessarily happy where you are, but you can find happiness where you are as well. Just because you are not where you and your husband or you and your wife want to be, whether it be financially or as a family unit, doesn't mean that you can't find happiness where you are as well. I think that this episode is probably speaking to that portion of the audience who would like to be happier in their marriage. I, 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 I feel like what we're saying and some of the advice that we've given is directly speaking to that segment of the audience and not necessarily to the folks that are like, well, we're good. But even with that, right, I feel like a lot of the the things that we've learned about marriage, we've learned from other marriages and other people. We have been around folks who are a older than us in actual years, but who have also been married longer than us. And some of the things that they do, you know, there's a couple people that I have in mind right now that it's like, oh, their marriage is wonderful. You know, their kids are literally grown and out of the house. And those are things that we can start to adopt and employ in our marriage and see if that works. There's also those marriages that we've looked at, the people that have been married for a longer amount of time that are older or you know, whatever, that I'm like, ooh, we don't want to do that. That's true. We don't want to go down that road. I'm not interested in being that husband. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So it's almost, you know, a philosophy I took while I was in the military. You can learn from anyone. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we will focus just on the good or the positive, but sometimes you can learn the do not do's from, you know, other marriages that you are looking at or watching, you know, and I think that that's just as important. It's almost like that second child coming up in the house. A lot of times they won't have the same issues the first child had. Mm-hmm. And it's because they actually learned from watching that first child have issues that, ooh, that's not the way to go. Mm-hmm. That, I, I love that you say that. And I love that you said for you to be happy where you are, to find happiness in what you have. I, I feel like so many people just take for granted what they have and where they are that they don't even stop to smell the roses like, literally and figuratively like stop and be present in the moment and start to find those things that you love about your marriage that you love about your spouse and and start to build from there I think the reason I said that is because when you stop and you think we are at a new place in our own marriage Mm -hmm. you know we're almost empty nesters but there was a time when we had little kids that were screaming and hollering and crying and needed our full support in their lives. We also had careers. We also had, you know, just life. We also had our marriage. We were trying to build a stronger foundation for. So in those moments, it was hard to see the happiness that was there because sometimes when you are in the midst of it all, It's hard to see that, you know, there are some positive like, oh, my God, look, our baby just took their first steps or their first words or like you can totally miss those moments Mm -hmm. because the the married married couple that you're admiring or that you're looking at, they're us. Right. Their kids are grown. Like we're able to go on dates and do things that maybe you can't do. Because, well, I ain't where you are no more, but I have been. Mm-hmm. And I think what I'm saying is that you can find happiness even in those harder times 
or even in those times that are just different. Mm hmm. Because, like I said, a lot of times I think people look at marriage and they don't think it's fun until the kids are gone and it's just the two of you and you can do whatever you want and you can walk around the house naked or whatever it is that, you know, that's your thing you've been wanting to do. Mm -hmm. And to me, it's just it's important not to miss where you are because there are some really great things that are happening right now in your life if you actually see it. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Naked Proverbs podcast. We truly want you to have a happy marriage. We want you to thrive in your marriages and indulge in your spouses on a regular basis. Don't forget to follow the Naked Proverbs on whatever podcasting platform you listen on. And we will talk to y'all in the next one. Peace.